Journey to the Nativity, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. The Feast of Christmas, celebrating the birth of Jesus, is one of the most joyful days of the Orthodox Church. It's also known as the Incarnation of Christ. As Orthodox Christians, this means that we celebrate that Jesus became a man and came into the world to save us. This is the journey to the Nativity. Isaiah and the Nativity There are well over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament that relate to details about the coming of the Messiah. A great proportion of these are found in the writings of the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah was born 700 years before the time of Jesus. Following a vision from God, he set out to call the Jewish people to repentance from their idol-worshipping ways. He also foretells many things about the coming of Christ, from describing the nature of Christ's birth to a virgin, through to Jesus' betrayal and suffering for our sins. He foretells in great detail, with unprecedented clarity, what was to come. Of the eight Old Testament readings of the Vespers of Christmas, three of them are from the book of Isaiah. Let's have a look at some verses in the order in which they appear, in which they are read at Vespers. The first one is from the 11th chapter of Isaiah, which says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Jesse was the father of David. The prophecy here is that upon a descendant of Jesse, and hence of David, shall rest the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, 
might and the fear of the Lord. St. Ambrose, an early church father, writes that Mary, Panagia, is the rod, and Christ, the branch or the flower, as it is rendered in some translations. Christ is the flower of Mary who spreads the good odour of faith throughout the whole world, budded forth from a virgin womb. It vanquished the foul odour of worldly filth, poured forth the fragrance of eternal life. Another church father, Bede, mentions that the original word for branch or flower is the word Nazareos. So hidden in this prophecy is the foretelling that the Messiah shall be conceived in Nazareth, which of course is where the Annunciation to Panagia happened. In the New Testament, the same language, when talking about the Spirit of the Lord, was used when referring to Jesus, to that used by Isaiah. It was Jesus who had the Spirit of the Lord in all the manifestations mentioned in this passage. Let us remember the account of the Theophany as described by the evangelist Matthew. When he, Jesus, had been baptised, he came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. In relation to Jesus' wisdom, understanding and knowledge, we remember the following from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 40. The child continued to grow and became strong, increasing in wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Furthermore, St. Paul to the Colossians echoes the following, that the hearts of his readers be encouraged, being knit together in love, and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And here we see the prophet Isaiah foretelling in great clarity the spirit in which Jesus came, which is reflected in the New Testament passages. The second passage that we will look at is chapter 9. And in verse 6 onwards we read, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward even forever. The use of the word child refers to Jesus' incarnation, his human nature. The use of the word son refers to his divine nature, as the son of God. So in this verse points to the two natures being united in one person, that of Jesus Christ. St. Justin Martyr writes that the reference to the government on his shoulder is a reference to Jesus' crucifixion, that on the cross he carries and then liberates humanity of the burden of sin. We are reminded of this in the dismissal hymn of the elevation of the Holy Cross, which says, 
Save, O Lord, your people, and bless your inheritance. Grant victory to the faithful over their adversaries, and protect your commonwealth by the power of your cross. Christmas is a season of receiving and giving of gifts. This passage reminds us that of all the gifts ever given, the greatest gift of all was given to us by God. A son is given. Jesus was and is the most precious gift given to us humans so that we would be united once more with God, being saved by him and through him receiving the everlasting peace of which there will be no end. The third passage contains perhaps the most amazing and well-known prophecy. It is from chapter 7 of Isaiah. Moreover, the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. But then he said, Here now, O house of David, it is a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Curds and honey he shall eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. We see in this passage how keen God is to reveal to us the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. Ahaz, the impious man who was the king of Israel at the time, is instructed to ask for a sign. Ahaz here is representing the fallen carnal world, that which is nevertheless given a chance to accept redemption. Ahaz is feigning piety in saying that he will not test the Lord, but in fact he is showing disobedience and pride by not wanting to acknowledge God. God is offering salvation and the world is rejecting it because of its pride and love of carnality. Just as Ahaz is dismissive of Isaiah, so is the world dismissive of the coming of Christ by sending him to be born in a barn. Regardless, the prophet reveals the prophecy of the virgin birth, a prophecy that sounds irrational and yet here is revealed something on which hinges our whole salvation. Our salvation will descend to a virginal womb and will enter and exit through the eastern gate that always remains closed as we read in the book of Ezekiel. The mystery of the virgin birth is explained several centuries later when the archangel Gabriel tells Panagia that the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the one who will be born to you is holy and will be called the Son of God. He is called Emmanuel, God with us, as through the birth of Christ, God has entered the world in the flesh. And whilst all other humans have refused the good and chosen the evil, the Son of the Virgin, the Emmanuel, has done the ultimate. He has refused the evil and chosen the good. He has withstood the torrent of evil so that he can save those who latch onto him. In these passages, therefore, the prophet Isaiah is making some amazing prophecies, 
not only because of their astonishing historical accuracy, but also because in the prophecies are the explanations of what will happen and the revelation of the divine will. Of course, Isaiah says all this because he, inspired, he is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Just as the whole of the Holy Scriptures are inspired and which lead us to Christ. Let us therefore pray that the Holy Spirit inspires us, not just to understand what is being said, but also that our hearts are receptive to accept them so that in our hearts can dwell the Holy Infant of Bethlehem. Amen. We hope that you've enjoyed this edition of Journey to the Nativity. For more spiritually edifying Orthodox talks and podcasts, be sure to head to orthodoxjourney.com.